This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. Oh. 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 What do you think this is? The army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Well, I'm kidding. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it. Know it. Live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cut. <laughs> This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Yeah, let me turn this down. Yeah, sorry about that. Just uh, overloading on my uh, little device here. Double duty. It's an honor. The thing of honor. It's about nine minutes after five o'clock here on, yes, the Live at Five show. I sat in today uh, for uh, Jeff Graham at the noon hour. First time in a long time. You know, I just thought about it. That was the first time I've did a, I did a holler. Listen to me. In a long, long. Yeah, now I can't breathe. Happens all the time. GERD. G-U-R-D. GERD. Anyway, welcome to the show. And uh, yeah, I just realized that the last time I actually sat in to do the hotline show for Jeff Graham. Now do the math because... I never did a show, a hotline show until today under Jim Levin. So just it's real simple. Jim Levin got here at uh, July of 2006, right? That's over, do the math, over 16 years. Also 16. Six to over 16 years, I actually sat in during the noon hour. And there is a difference. The chair is still the same. The studio is the same. Everything's the same. Except, to some degree, the audience is very much the same, but it's different. And again, I, I can't determine that after one day. I listen to the Hotline Show every day, and I've done it religiously. Even if I was in a coma, I would still be listening to AM 1240. And that's a fact, by the way. You think Jeff Graham's bad when, he, when you drive along? I was driving his car last week, and, and he, he had Fox on perpetually. He has this beautiful car, this beautiful stereo system in there, and it's on Fox Satellite. <laughs> And then I walk into his house, Johnny and I walk into his house, and he's got this huge TV screen, just Fox. So anyway, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, I listen to, to the show, and I can tell there's a difference, and you can feel the difference. And there's definitely a momentum. And, of course, there's more people in the building, so there's, there's a nuance. But, yeah, over 16 years since the last time I did the, the Hotline show, and, of course, I did that at some time or other for Dave Mance, who hasn't been in town since essentially the 90s. And that's, uh, I just realized that just as I signed on today on the Live at Five show, and that's something. All right, so uh, one thing, if you heard at the top of the hour, it happened yesterday, but Jay Leno, the actor, well, you know, working on a car, you know, it happens. He, he's working on a vehicle. Did you, uh, Oz, did you hear, did you hear about uh, Jay Leno? I only saw the headline. Yeah, yeah, he's okay, yeah, yeah. Jeff's worse. No, I was kidding. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I thought, you know, I saw the, uh, the, the headline today, and Jay Leno was uh, working on it. He's always working on a car, apparently. It's like Kevin Fear. 
and the darn thing blew up on him. But uh, then, from the report that you just heard on CBS, it sounds like he's going to be back on his feet in a week or so. So it's not like he lost his head or something, which is good. At that age, you know, you don't want to bad. You know, you know, it was bad enough. So who was it? Uh, um, I'm forgetting his name now. Jeepers! I was just talking about him earlier. Dip, dip, dip. He's the guy that did the free base and it blew up in his face. Black comedian. Anyway, uh, it wasn't one of those deals. So that's the latest. And then what was uh, today? We were talking about the the crazy curbs that they're building on Court Street, and yet Joe Wessner, the president of the Downtown uh, Business Association of Watertown, he explained it. It's to slow down traffic. Other people said it's to bring it down to one lane. It was one lane before. It didn't look like one lane because people were supposed to be parking there. But since you know retail and everything is so has been so abysmal in Lower Court Street, it looks like two, maybe two and a half lanes. And also, Joe Westner said that that little lane right off the parking lot behind what used to be Convergence is enough room for a plow. It's at least 16 feet wide. It doesn't look that wide, but we're going to take Joe's word for it because he's the man. So that was the discussion today. Uh, and since then, that's when I heard about uh, Jay Leno, so I wanted to uh, bring that up. But the, the, the other thing, I got a phone call right now. The other thing is, and I'll get to this after I pick up this phone call. Maybe they'll agree with me. It appears as if Sean Hannity has finally figured it out. I, Glenn Curry figured it out after last Tuesday's result of the mid, results, I should say, of the midterms. I've been suspicious of it. But now the realization of it, like you know, he brought up uh, Pennsylvania as an example with Fetterman winning. And, and Pennsylvania essentially turning into what appears to be a rhino state leaning towards a blue state in the next four to eight years. And his, you know, what Hannity was saying was like, you know, if this continues, we're not going to have a chance to, to have a Republican president. Duh. Glenn Curry has been saying that for how long? I had some hope after seeing this whole red wave thing in the last couple of months, but that disappeared. Very discouraging. Not to mention yesterday, wake up, and I'm watching, and I mentioned this at noon, I'm watching Maria... Bava Tolola, whatever her name is, but Balalitsimo on Fox, and she's got this scathing, I mean, just this horrible voice of her. I mean, it's bad enough, but yesterday she was just angry, looking for answers. And uh, so anyway, Hannity's got this realization, at least, that maybe this is it. Maybe it's not Donald Trump's fault. Maybe it's not Lee Zeldin's fault or Mitch McConnell's fault. Here's the thing. You, know, you can say what you want about Roe versus Wade and the state of Mississippi, for that matter, but it comes down to... If you're a conservative, you are being outnumbered right now. It's all It's not the influx of Latinos coming over the border. That's not for another five to six years. So worry about that later. What's going on right now is the Roe versus Wade thing, which I just said wasn't the reason, had a huge influence on young voters who just turned 18, 19, 20, who still want to have you know casual sex without paying for it. So that was a big uh, deal. Not to mention, you know, you you got this entire country that's becoming more and more indoctrinated in socialist type of values. So, you know, what what happened in Fetterman could just be a litmus test for the whole for the rest of the country. Will it happen in in Florida? No. Why? Because it seems like of the remaining conservatives, another reason why other states are going to be losing now to, and tomorrow. They're all moving to the same place. Florida and in um, in Texas are going to be a haven for conservatives. Now, I thought the same thing could be said about Arizona, but it's, apparently it's not. A lot of Californians have moved there in the last 10, 20 years, and that's changing. Not to mention Nevada has changed. So uh, is it over? Sounds like it's over. Will we ever have a Republican president in there? Probably not. Will Donald Trump have a chance of getting the nomination uh, in a couple of years? Probably not. Uh, will it be desanctimonious, Mr. Ron DeSantis himself? Yeah. Uh, will he have a chance? No. So there you have it. It's, it's a hard realization, 
it's almost like that gut punch that you, that a lot of Buffalo fans took yesterday when somehow or other uh, Josh, what's his name, threw the ball. I forgot him in the, uh, the noon show, too. What's his last name? Josh Wilson? <laughs> uh, the quarterback for the uh, – I'm forgetting his name for some reason. Why he threw that ball over the middle to, 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 for the interception. Where they, they would, could have easily set up the – oh, what a joke. Didn't happen. It, but anyway, that's the gut punch that, that Buffalo fans got yesterday. Or when the Yankees got swept in four games against the Houston Astros after winning 99 games. And it just, it, at the end of the day, no matter how much you might hope for change in, in Washington, in the Beltway, it doesn't appear as if it's in the cards, unfortunately. Now, on, and on top of all of that, the one thing that we still have semi-hope for is that Carrie Lake might become governor of Arizona. And every time I look at her, she's, she's already laying down the rules and laws in which she's going to uh, lay down when she becomes governor of Arizona. And she's still behind by 35,000 votes. Talk about someone very, very confident. Well, they haven't gotten up. They haven't got to the, the, the day of votes. Most of them have to be Republican. I'm not so sure about that. So anyway, that seems to be the only hope. Nevada's gone. Herschel Walker, I try to like the guy. Uh, Saturday Night Live did a scathing bit on him this past Saturday night. Just awful. Uh, I like him. He sweated like a sieve the night of the election day when he knew he was down by 35,000 votes. But now there's hope that he's going to go into a spinoff. But even if he wins, it doesn't matter. Democrats have full rule of, of the Senate. So no matter what happens in the House, yeah, something's going to be. Danny Francis himself brought it up. Uh, uh, Mr. McCarthy there. Was it Kevin? Kevin McCarthy. Uh, it, it, for some reason, it doesn't look like he's a guy from California, but he is. He's laying down all the things he wants to do about Biden, uh, Hunter Biden. He wants he wants uh, answers to this, that, the other thing. He, 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 so much is like he wants to find out who killed the, the, the Arab journalist there a couple of years ago in Saudi Arabia. Crazy stuff. It's like enough is enough. So even if we win, we lose, it seems. It's very discouraging. So as far as Saturday Night Live is concerned, I missed it. I fell asleep. But I did see the entire 15-minute monologue the next day. I think courtesy of News Junkie, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, I saw Dave Chappelle. And if you were reading up on the headlines recently, Dave Chappelle, uh, African-American comedian, very funny, uh, distinguished voice. And don't take this in the wrong way, but when I hear him, I couldn't tell you if he was black, white, yellow, or from another planet. He's just got that incredible, incredible cadence to his voice. And the way he talks like that. Well, you know, you know, I, I guess you could definitely hear the hood in him to some degree, but he is just so darn good. Now, a couple of the writers there for Saturday Night Live were, were, prote- were, were going to step out and say, no, no, we're not going to do this. And, of course, then they realized they were making $18,000 a week on that show, and they said, nah, maybe I should do this. There's enough people just like me just getting out of Princeton or Harvard or somewhere that would jump in this job, even though they probably have the same woke values as I did, so I'm going to stick around. So they did. No one got fired. Nobody left. They did the Saturday Night Live this past week. But more importantly, the actual bit itself, the monologue, I should say, itself, by Chappelle, a comedian who's been doing it for decades, was outstanding. It got some flack, though. Because Chappelle's the type of guy, if you saw it, you know what I'm talking about. He wasn't apologetic, didn't say anything about you know, taking things back, about what he, what he joked about in terms of trans and all the other stuff. But then on top of that, he actually, he actually gave encouragement and support to Kanye West. He didn't outright say it, but just by bringing up Kanye, he's, well, you got to understand Kanye, he's not as bad as you think. That got an up- uproar. But for 15 minutes, this dude went on and on and on. Sometimes he got real serious. You didn't know when to laugh or not. But it was excellent. It was really, really good. And he told it like it was. And not, not to mention he brought up Kyrie Irving, 
uh, the, the basketball player for the Brooklyn Nets there, who was stirring up a lot of things and who was also supporting uh, Kanye West. It was funny because he had mentioned Kanye West told his other brothers, if you know what I'm saying, that if you wear gold medals around your necks and change, that means you're a millionaire, you're not a billionaire. And then, of course, Chappelle made reference to the fact that he, you know, Kanye West just lost endorsements from, uh, from Adidas and a score of other uh, sponsors. He said, by the way, you know, in his own way, oh, and by the way, Kanye, uh, it's time to take the chains out because you're not a billionaire anymore. Good night. We're going to have a great show tonight. And it's true because Kanye West was worth $1.5 or $2 billion. You know, you go on Wikipedia and you find out how much everyone was net worth. It was over like $2 billion. And since all the endorsements that he lost, he lost $1.5 billion, this is Kanye, endorsement money in one day because of his mouth. And Kanye, of course, you know, being, as they put it, anti-Semitic, which, you know, back in the old days, anti-Semitic was, you know, you wore something on your head or a patch and you, and you burned a cross on someone's front lawn. Now it's just like you make one question about everything and you're, oh, you're anti-Semitic. You're a terrible person. Take away $1.5 billion. And interestingly enough, he mentioned that Adidas, the company Adidas, I didn't know this, was actually founded by the Germans and to some degree the Nazi Germanys. And even they were upset with Kanye West. So go figure. The world is woke, that's for sure. Uh, President Biden, I said Trump, sorry, didn't mean to say it. President Biden is in Cambodia somewhere. And uh, recently he was in Egypt going over the Paris Accord and all that other stuff. So today... Uh, he's doing some serious, serious business for the country and for the world, for that matter. Uh, he's talking to President Xi. That's X-I, president, of course, of China. China. Terrible people, just terrible. So they sat down apparently today for over an hour and a half or something talking, you know, you'd like to be a, an, a, a fly in the wall for that. Whether or not we'll really find out what was discussed in that, you never do. You're not supposed to. Don't get me wrong. But boy, boy, more and more people. See, we've moved on from Russia and this whole Ukraine thing. Here's another thing Chappelle says. You know, like, you know, Russia is like invading uh, Ukraine. That's like us invading Colorado. <laughs> and it's true. But anyway, everyone in last year, this time we were hearing about Putin setting up shop on the, on the Ukraine border. January got more worse. February, and of course, ultimately at the end of February, we are like, oh, geez, he's going to take over Ukraine in 72 hours. And he's going to take over uh, Poland next week. It's, it's Hitler all over again. And look at Putin today. He's being chased out. Of of the what used to be the province of you know major province of of Russia, the country of Ukraine, uh, and, and parts of which you know Russia took over in 2014. That's Crimea and the peninsula there. Not not only not only they're getting their asses kicked, over 100,000 troops dead. Not to mention scores of generals and and, and high brass uh, ranking brass for the Russian army, which isn't a big thing these days because apparently they don't know how to be an army anymore. But they lost parts of what they took in 2014. So now that big threat, in my opinion, was, oh, my God, war in our time and rush in Europe. I never thought I'd see that. I thought that was you know, something our parents talked about. So we had this new threat, like, oh, Russia's coming back again, just like in the 70s and 80s. Look at them. I, I saw the movie uh, War Games this past week with Matthew Broderick. They're bringing that back. And then we realized, oh, my God, this guy's got a toy army. No one knows what the hell they're doing. It's the gang that couldn't shoot straight. So now the next real enemy, once again, it's China. China. They have a huge navy. They're about to take over Taiwan. Some guy on, on, on the Glenn Beck show today, uh, or at least they were making reference to some guy that was claiming that they wouldn't be surprised if, if China goes into Taiwan with germ warfare. 
It's just terrible, terrible things that we're hearing. So you think, you, my point is here, you think you get through the clouds. Russia isn't what they were, what were supposed to be, thank God. But they still have a nuclear arsenal. But it looks like Putin's not as crazy as he, he, we thought he was. So maybe we can move on from there. And then all of a sudden we're hearing more and more about this imminent you know, takeover of Taiwan. And what does the United States do? It's a scary time, folks. Very scary time. So anyway, I think I covered a lot of things. I know I had a couple of phone calls come in during that time. Just as a footnote, Jeff is still recuperating, and uh, he'll be back shortly. That's all I can say. I will not be doing the hotline show tomorrow. That's still up in limbo. Whether or not Jim Levin, the owner and uh, proprietor of this establishment, will call Jeff Smith or somebody to do tomorrow's show, I don't know. But uh, I will be doing Wednesday's show indefinitely, and then uh, Mayor Jeff Smith will be coming in Thursday and Friday. And, of course, I'll be continuing to do the Live at Five show. So if you want to chime in right now, by all means, give me a shout, 755-1240. I did run into a, um, a, a Live at Five hotline listener today, and, uh, and I met him over there at uh, Piggly Wiggly. Go to Piggly Wiggly. They're not an advertiser, but go there anyway because you feel like you just walked into the South. And I'm not saying it feels any different than it did when it was super-duper or tops. I'm not saying that. But just the fact that we have a Piggly Wiggly. I'm waiting for Morgan Freeman to pop out of nowhere and jump into a limousine. It's amazing. But I, sp- I, I got less than 20 items, de- you know, just the basics, $102. Well, that's tax, by the way. 102 bucks. That's a lot of money. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Yeah, hello. Oh, How- this is Liz calling for, not a first-time caller, but a long-time fan. <laughs> That's that's great. Uh, we got uh, right, Liz. Am I on the air? Yes, you are. You? you are on the air, Liz. Okay, let me tell you that you missed the funniest part of Dave Chappelle. I must opener. have. Yeah, what was it? He starts the opener yeah. with a piece of paper, and right. it says, "I would like to say that I like Jews, <laughs> and I rebuke any anti-Semitism. I rebuke any and all anti-Semitism." Yeah. And then he says that and he folds a piece of paper, and then he starts to talk about Kanye. Which but, basically says something like, Kanye said the yeah. two words that you're never supposed to say in, in, in a row, which is the and you. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Very well put. That was so funny. And then he said something like, um, you know, in black people, you get gangs. Yeah. And in uh, Italians, yeah, get mob. Italians, you get a mob. Right. And the Jews, you get, well, just a coincidence that you're not allowed to talk. Yeah. About. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing. That's why he is today's best. I mean, he's Don Rickles and Seinfeld all wrapped in one because he's not afraid. He and and he did he wasn't apologetic at all. This the right way by saying I rebuke all anti-Semitism, right. my Jewish friends. Like he started out with, I just want to say this yeah. before I get into it. Right, right. <laughs> Very yeah. funny. Yeah, it, it is. And uh, Lauren Michael showed he also was very, I yeah. thought, very pro Kanye because he, yeah, was he basically was. saying, you know, hey, you know, basically he said he and he actually came out and said it. You can think this stuff that everybody thinks. Right. You just crazy for saying it out loud. Right. 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 Or like what I said, Liz. I mean, there was a. I mean, again, back in the days, to be called a, um, a white supremacist, you had to go out of your way to be a white supremacist. You had to live That's in the woods. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear, hear, hear me out. Uh, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, is that the level of of tolerance is is like it's not there anymore. Ridiculous. It's absurd. And so you lost everything for an opinion. Yeah, right. An opinion that you could just a year or two, two years ago, you could just say, "Oh, that guy's a dick." Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hate that guy, Kanye. Right. He's an idiot. And that's it. That's just, it's it. Kanye lost a billion and a half dollars. Right. By not apologizing. 
So and I'm not even so sure he should have apologized, but that's what basically Chappelle said. He should have apologized. He was when he wrote that note, when he read the note, he said that's all Kanye needed to do. Yeah. Right. That's all he needed to do. But he wouldn't. And I don't have I kind of respect Kanye for not doing it. I do too. I do and you know what you want to know something, Liz? You know the woman there, I forget her name, attractive uh, uh, African American woman on MSNBC was fired and her la- the final straw was she referred to Florida as America's D I C K. And they warned her about it, and they fired her. And it's like, you know, I, I don't like to see anyone get fired about anything. Yes, she was completely off her rocker when it came to white supremacy and theories like that. But she got fired. And I, I kind of, I don't want to see anyone I lose a 1.5 billion. I don't care about anybody on says, good, good, good riddance. Yeah, she did, that's I'm true. She did, I'm sure, a lot, a lot of damage. I forget her name. To but, uh, Trump people, I'm sure. No, you're right. Called, you're right. A Trump supporter, you know, a... Uh, a threat and a terrorist. Everybody on MSNBC does. So there's nobody. And I used to work there. I know you did. I know. How's the weather so, down? How's the weather down in Connecticut, Liz? It's beautiful. Is it actually? It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's been really warm. It's been in the 70s, and today it was in the probably 40s. 40, but yeah. it's a really warm 40s. Right, right. The ground's still warm, and it's still below outside, and it's the sun's just really so beautiful. nice. It's beautiful. Actually. Global warming is and working in, in our I'm favor. I'm in a very zen mood about the midterms. I was really bummed out about it, yeah. and now I'm very zen about is it. Is it? Why? What You said the other day you weren't going to vote again in your entire life. I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not going to vote again. Well, that, that's, that's not very zen. I'm a little bit zen about it. I just feel like um, like I was always a little bit concerned if the Republicans took everything. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Good point. I have, now I have we're a not. little bit more progressiveness <laughs> in me than most people. True. I, even though I'm very conservative, right, but I true. have some progressive in me. Mm-hmm. I like Bernie Sanders, remember. No, I know you so, do. Crazy. I'm relaxed a little bit that the Republicans didn't sweep everything. The, However, yeah. that said, I do believe it's really weird that all these governor races won Republicans and the senators and the Congress senators right. didn't. Yeah. It seems weird that the tickets would be split that way. Like, it's just weird yeah. that somebody who would vote so strongly for like a MAGA person but, but, would then go, well, I'm going to vote for this Democrat here. Right. It could be about abortion. Hmm. It could be about abortion. Hmm. Interesting. You know, abortion was, at, first of all, I do not believe, really do not believe that the midterm failures of the, for the Republicans have to do with um, Trump. Trump. Okay. I think I don't think it's a rebuke on Trump at all. I think it's more of this incessant bullying that's going on that's really unfair on him. It's, it makes me sick, actually. Mm. But so you, I think it's about young people right. on exit polls who came out in in numbers that they've never voted for to right. say, I want my rights protected. Right, right. And your rights are, what's more important is, is abortion, I guess, Liz, is more important than any other right. Does that mean, is, does that measure up to it's more it? than, uh, yeah. To somebody who is young and single? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Even if they know they can, you know, especially if they live in states like New York and Jersey, it's it's never yeah, going to be an issue. I think that's not how it was. That's not how it was pitched. I, well, you know, the way it's, I look at it is, hey, you can get an abortion if you need it, and but uh, but they they look at it and it's been pitched in this fearsome way of, right. you know, they want to take your rights away. What are they coming for next? Right. First it's right. this. Right. And then it's gay marriage. So do you think people won't be allowed to exist in society? Yeah. You know, and it's really like that going. Yeah. Oh, and I, I totally agree. So in other words, if 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 that didn't go up the 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 flagpole for Mississippi, I'd have to wonder about you know this whole Supreme Court leak. Yeah. I so I told you who I thought who broke that leak. That was that was deep throat. Who? Tanje Brown or whatever. I think that I really believe they never came out and said who leaked it, did they? Uh, no, no. That Supreme Court. You're saying that the Supreme Court, ju- the new Supreme out. Court justice, did that, or one of her aides? I think a Democrat did it. Oh, of course they did. God, that was gold yeah, to them. But I have to wonder though. I know this sounds crazy. 
crazy, and this may sound crazy, it may be too crazy, I may be wrong yeah. here, but I'm like, is it possible that a Democrat did all this too? Because, you know how, like, say COVID is the only thing that was going to stop Trump from getting reelected. Right. Is it possible that they George did Floyd. this to cause such a groundswell? Well, if that's the case, it worked. Because, it, it, yes, and, you know, it's it funny. Worked. I got to go in a couple of seconds. I got to do a break. But uh, okay. a, 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 a Congresswoman Claudia Tenney was right in the studio a couple of weeks ago. She says, No one cares about Roe. And at the time, I believed it. But now I'm, it, I bet you she would say, You know what? Maybe people may, maybe care more than the she gave credit Roe to. Po- Roe polls really low. Yeah. Well, oh, really? I thought you just low, said it was. But apparently not. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, that's why I'm not sure, quite sure what I believe. Oh, okay. Before. I see what you're saying. Yeah. They polled low, it but polled different as result. A very, Priorities were inflation, Anyways. but people. But that, in terms of the exit poll, the biggest group of people that came out yeah. to vote apparently were young single people. Amazing. Well, young gas did go down twenty cents in that time abortion. period. So you know, it's crazy. Liz, thank you very much. Women. Okay, talk to you. Oh, later. Always good talking to Liz. Of course, from Connecticut, we'll take a quick call. All right, so no one's there. Got to do a break. You're listening to the Live at Five show, and of course, we'll be back after this. Hey, friends, it's Victoria from FX Caprera Honda. With cooler weather here, we at FX Caprera. To November 30th, 2022. All right, welcome back. 755-1240. Someone was on the line. I had to do that break, but we got way behind. Way behind. Oh, we got somebody on the line right now. Hi, you're in the air. Oh, hey, Glenn. Larry Patterson. Uh, battery guy. Hey, what's going on, Larry? Yeah, the, yeah, the handy guy. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to jump in on this. Uh, the lady you talked to a minute ago there, she was a Bernie, a Bernie fan, yeah, or whatever. And it was pretty impressive. Uh, I, you know, after listening to her there, I, I thought, you know, she made some good points. Even though I'm not a Bernie fan, neither am I. Even close, right? But uh, yeah, so one of the things that I wanted to say, and I, I did miss some of the show, so I don't really know where where you went with this, but the. Uh, the thing is, anybody who thinks that New York State, you know, like the governorship that we lost, it was a loss. I don't think that was a loss at all. To be honest with you, I can't believe he did as well as he did hmm. in this state. Well, I think that's a win yeah. when you lose by as little as he did right. for this state. You know, it's kind of surprising he got as good as he did. Right. I, I really don't think a lot of people thought he was going to win anyway. No, I, I, I was I was one of them, by the way, uh, and I, I referred to the Jerry Nadler New York City voter as the reason behind it, but on top of that, uh, the, they looked at the data right afterwards. And by the way, New York does a really good job of counting their votes, by the way. They did it very quickly, like Florida did. Got to give them credit there. Uh, but uh, a good deal of the votes did come from uh, minority votes in all the metropolitan areas, particularly in New York City, and that's what made the difference by over 250,000. That's a yeah, lot of people. But I think he did good. It's almost like it's almost like golf. I'm not a golfer, so I don't really know. But yeah. do they not have like some sort of a handicap for yeah. golfers that aren't the greatest or whatever? <laughs> yeah, like if you, know, you give you, you give someone like uh, Zeldin, it's like uh, Zeldin's. Uh, you know, uh, you know, if Hochul's going to win, but give Zeldin two hundred fifty thousand votes <laughs> because he's going to yeah, need him. I mean, to be honest, with you, be honest with you, who who would have guessed he would have done that well? Uh, yeah, it's a good way of looking at it. That's a win, it. if you ask me. He, it's a win. We really did good. And no, we didn't get the governorship. But no. I'll tell you, that, that, that makes us look pretty darn good. We didn't lose as bad in New York State as what I think people are. But you know about. what? You know, my friend Liz alluded to it, and I, I have the same feeling again. I, I was worried that the reverse, I still think it's going to happen, because at this point, I'm, I'm going with Hannity at this point, or Hannity's going with me. I don't think it matters. I think we've been outnumbered. But what I was worried about is that if there was a red wave, that would affect our chances of getting a, a presidential in the White House two years from now. Now, here's what could happen, and work with me. and Tell me if you agree with me on this. 
Sometimes you got to let things fall flat on their face before you build them right back up again. We've seen that in the last two years since Biden took over. Okay, the the uh, the House is semi taken over by you know by uh, McCarthy and the Republicans. That's good. We don't get the uh, the Senate, and therefore it's you know it's business as usual. Uh, Biden has already said he's going to double down on his policies and his agenda. He's not going anywhere. In fact, he's going to run in two years. So I think you're right. I think the the reverse. If there was a red wave. Then CNN and MSNBC and New York Times and all of social media would attack us again. Now they, now they can't attack us anymore. I mean, they could say to some degree that Kevin McCarthy is going to screw up the nation because of this slight majority we have in the House of Representatives. But they really can't because they want Fetterman. You know, we, we, of course, have Florida. No one cares. So it's still their world. So the more they bury themselves, the better our chances two years from now. I, don't want to, I didn't want to say that a week ago. But now I'm kind of feeling zen myself. So I think it's actually there's a silver lining to all this. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. And I, and I also think we threw Cuomo out of office way too fast. Yeah, well, we didn't do we it. let him stay just a little bit longer. And I think Zeldin would have won at that point. So you're saying uh, that, yeah, because, because of this. To... Yeah, but he couldn't have, he couldn't have uh, went on. You know, the scandal was too big. And, of course, right. as you know, he was expendable because despite the fact being a liberal governor, he was a white guy from Europe, so he can go. And he did. And Hochul yeah. took over, and uh, I, I think that was the strength. She, she won by a, sm- a smaller margin, uh, and I think the biggest reason why is because she wasn't uh, elected before. She walked in on it like, Joy, uh, like uh, Gerald Ford did, but also she's not a downstater. She's from western New York. But I think to some degree that actually helped her. I think a lot of upstaters voted for her, too, that would normally not do that, particularly in western New York. Yeah. So whatever. whatever. Yeah. But I pre- but, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say that, uh, it, you know, it, I mean, I, I wanted Cuomo just as bad as the other guys. I, I just could see if it, it, it went too fast, you know, the only chance we would have had is if we would have had him in, in office for a little longer. I think that would have been a little stronger for us. But, Interesting. I agree. You know. Well, I appreciate that, Handyman. Okay. All right. I'll talk Thanks to you. I'll talk to you. I, I think it's Handyman. Is that Handyman? Did I give him a Monica? I don't want to insult people. Could be a carpenter. Carpenters don't want to be called handymen. They're, they're carpenters, like Jesus was. A carpenter. Speaking of which, uh, carpenter. Yeah, Harrison Ford, a well-known uh, Hollywood actor. Uh, he's in a new. St- it seems like everyone's got their own little TV show on Netflix or Paramount Plus or Peacock, one or the other. And over the weekend, I was watching American, American Graffiti, nineteen seventy-three. It's amazing. The movie takes place, is depicts rather, 12, 11 years earlier. Think about this, folks. The movie's made in 1973. Francis Ford Coppola, along with George Lucas, do it. George Lucas directed it. And they do this out someplace in California. And it depicts 11 years earlier. So it's shot in 73, but it takes place in 62. Now, let's go further. I love experimenting this way. Look at the difference between the early 60s and the early 70s. Look at the difference between the early 50s and the early 60s. Really not much difference. Although there was a big, big difference between the early 60s and the early 70s. Early 70s were wearing bell bottoms. The buildings were falling apart. Crime was through the roof. Inflation was about to go off the uh, rails. It's just a terrible time. But 11 years, they had to bring in old cars, you know, sock hop you know, outfits, and that was 11-year difference. You look at 11 years ago today. That's the year 2011. 
for the most part, yeah, you weren't into social media like you are in today, but you're still wearing dungarees. You probably still had the same haircut. You might still be living in the same kitchen style and so forth. Not much difference. But anyway, here's my point. In graf- more, um, more American graffiti, it takes place two years later in the, on December 31st, 1964. Now, both movies take place in one night. Now, if you're a big fan of American Graffiti, you already knew that. American Graffiti takes place in one night. By the way, they shot it in 30 days. So it's, it takes place in one night. They wake up the next morning. Dreyfus gets on the plane and flies to Boston. So then two years later, they have another movie called, actually, they shot it maybe four or five years later. But it's, it, it takes place in 64. And I realized watching it over the weekend that it actually takes place on the same night, more American Graffiti, on the same night as when the Egans got killed on the rest stop. I thought that was something I wanted to share with you. Anyway, not many people care. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, I missed part of your show a while ago because your, uh, your system there, your new board or whatever, was, re- was reverting back to uh, Sunday's uh, oldies but goodies. Or That's weird. I don't yeah. get that. I have no idea what's going on there. I have yeah, no I, idea. I lost. But I want to, uh, two things. Uh, at the beginning, thanks for mentioning my name at the beginning of the show, so you tickle my fancy, whatever yeah. that means. Yeah, well, I don't know. And, uh, what does it mean? <laughs> the, the, the young lady was fired from MSB, in, uh, MSB, in, MSNBC, uh, yeah. Yeah, you, uh, was Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross! Right, yeah, beautiful, beautiful you girl. Know, you know why she was fired, don't you? She, well, she was, she was warned, but the last thing that I heard was that she referred to the state of Florida as America's penis. Well, she used another word. Well, Danny, I can't use that word. I know you can't. Well, like a Dick Cheney. What's that now? Like Dick, like Dick Cheney? Yeah, well, yeah, well it's true. in fact, while I was talking to Liz, you might have missed it, she referred to someone as a Dick Cheney. So, you know. Yeah. And by yeah, the I, way, by the way, I was watching, uh, 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 I was going to call it Yellowstone, which is on Paramount, which you don't pay for. Yeah. It's a regular network. And they were using the F-bomb on there. I can't believe what they're getting away with on yeah, TV. Yeah, there's a lot of things on TV. Unreal. I, I noticed that, too. I noticed the Stephen Colbert show. He's getting pretty, uh, pretty vocal in some of his sexual connotations. Yeah. I think. I've never noticed that on the TV huh. before, but it seems to be more open now. As long yeah. As well, you know, as long it, as you don't use those uh, George Carlin. Well, uh, they are though. That's that's the I, thing. I they are. Yeah. I, it, it, it 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 doesn't bother me, but I think it's troublesome to other people. Oh no no! I I just find it like but you got to draw the line thing, somewhere. The lady caller uh, from Connecticut. I don't know who she is. Yeah. But uh, she made a very, uh, a very big gaffe, and you, you gaffe. sort of corrected her, but I think you need to correct her even more. What's that? Uh, if she's still listening. Yeah. Uh, she was talking about the, uh, the Dodd release in advance of the uh, overturning Rule versus Wade. Yeah, right, right. She thought it was Justice Brown. Yeah. Uh, uh, Justice uh, Brown Jackson, actually, her name is Kintanji uh, Brown Jackson. She said, she said that. She wasn't even in office. <laughs> Uh, wait a minute. Let's go back. Let's see what it happened in June. Not even in office yet. Uh, I, well, let's do the math. All right. Well, I'll take your word for it, Danny. Well, yeah, you can look it up. I mean, she wasn't even sworn in as a, as a justice to the Supreme Court when that thing was leaked months before uh, by who? Uh, I forget the uh, Alito. Uh, well, maybe it was Sa- maybe it was Sotomayor who, who was definitely in there. Maybe it had to be another. Liberal Supreme Court Justice, Danny. Well, Come the on, point admit is that. We don't know, so we shouldn't make suppositions like that. Well, unless we find out later. And, and Justice Roberts told us he's still researching it out. But for her to say it was a 
Justice Jackson Brown, Brown Jackson, who wasn't even on the court, or then you correct her and say, well, it's probably at least a Democrat. Well, maybe there's Republicans are working there. All right. Now, it's funny. Actually, I, I just got a text from uh, Miss Liz from Connecticut. She, she was in office. She hadn't been sworn in. And we talked about it with the same blah, blah, blah. A couple months ago, referring to you. Well, she wasn't in office. Well, she didn't have a staff there to him. I could leak it. Hey, by the way, Danny, when I clap or slam on the desk, is that annoying to you? No, I know. I know what you're... Uh, let's see if I... Just a minute. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that... I think I just broke my desk. There you go. Anyway, uh, but no, I... I, uh, I it's kind of cute, I guess, actually. Because I, I had someone over the weekend chime in. And say, how can you? And and and, it, and she complimented you. I, you know, there was a couple of things that happened last week that she was unhappy with. But she made a reference of my, me pounding on the desk. She said, "What's that all about? That's childish." It's like well, childish. Emphasizing a point. Yeah. Well, I'm laughing most of the time. So I just, I don't know. I'm just very expressive. So, uh, you, my friend says that she was in at the time, Danny. Sorry. Well, she had been. She had been confirmed. Right. But she was not sworn in yet. All right. Fair enough. What's the difference. No, well, okay. I mean, so she, she didn't have well, the staff uh, at the Supreme Court, uh, the just uh, the building. Uh, where Liz, if you're listening, and I know you are, because you just texted me, give me some type of more raw evidence. Go on Google or something or other. Let's 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 settle this once well, and for get all. The, get the date of when uh, when the Alito memo was released. Okay, and then see when Kinta, uh, when Kitanji Jackson, Justice Jackson, Brown Jackson was uh, sworn into office right. officially as a justice. But to say that it was somebody on her staff, I think was uh, that was really uh, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough, Dan. All right, we're gonna have we uh, have to figure this out though. I'm not gonna let this it go. Was, it was Tiffany Cross. I wanted to correct yeah. you on that thing too. Tiffany Cross. But you know, she she was misquoted, and the network took issue of that she was talking about white replacement. Yeah. And she, this is her exact. It's only one sentence. Okay. This is the quote that she used. She said, "White replacement can strangle culture." Yeah. And so yes. We should all be concerned about white replacement. It is, after all, a threat to our very survival. That that meant to everyone, huh. not just to black people. Wow, women. somehow that, that uh, boy. Taken, that was taken to, as a wrong reason. Yeah. And she's, uh, they've, uh, MSNBC right now is taking a lot of flack. Yeah, well, well, you know. Well, they're, they're, rightly so. She I said think, some uh, nasty if, things, Danny. If she was way off the base and had been warned about that. She was. Just out of the clear blue sky. Dismissing her. I watched her show a few times. Beautiful ago. girl, and for some reason or other, it seems like. And again, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this: if this is okay in this day and age, remember, you're not supposed to put the word "the" at. Never mind. Is she seems biracial, uh, and I say that because she uh, just her, her, the nature of how she looks. But I've noticed, Danny, of all the pundits, other than what's her name, Joy Reid, who is uh, who is a black woman. But it seems like, you know, you got the girl there, the punt, uh, the Yenta on The View. For whichever reason, I don't know why. And I see this on women on the street always protesting and yelling at white women at, at Trump uh, uh, rallies and so forth. It seems like the, the light-skinned black women are very angry. I don't know why. I don't, I don't get it. Well, but she wrong? is really angry, that woman that what's was let go. What's wrong with being biracial? Oh, it, there's nothing wrong with it. It's an observation in that it seems like of those who are most vocal – they seem to be biracial. And again, and you know what? You know who's at the top of that list, Danny? You know, believe it or not, it's o Barack Obama. Obama. Okay. He is un okay. off the charts bad in recent weeks, Danny. Harry's wife, Markle. Uh, well, I, fine. I mean, no, I, I, I don't. I have no idea what you're getting at there. Prince, I'm no, Prince Harry's wife is, is biracial. Oh, Mark. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Ron DeSantis is uh, Italian. Oh, Prince I don't, Harry's wife is. Uh, she's she's another. Danny, you just hit a home run. Thank you. You just made my point. 
what is it with this this angry tone coming from biracial women? And and, and yeah, that's a dangerous thing for e- for maybe, me to even explore. Saying, but maybe, it's the maybe, truth. Maybe I'm just speculating here. Yeah. Maybe they're saying that about them, and they're taking offense to it. My I, my kids are biracial. So well, okay, um, and and I understand that because you married uh, an Asian woman. Uh, in this case, though, we're talking about pundits who go out of their way and make a lot of money on networks talking bad about the opposite race. And I've noticed that, and it's a good observation. And I think that Barack Obama is really bad, Danny, and no, the no, stuff I, that I he's been saying in recent it months. Not be a, it should not be a, you can mention that the person's biracial, but you shouldn't do it in such an offensive way that it's, uh, it's really off the chart. No, it's not. What, what, what me or the, if someone Nobody, like— Not you, I didn't say Yeah, yeah, you, no. You know, it, it should not be mentioned. It shouldn't, but I, again, I, I just, it's just one of those things. It shouldn't uh, carry any And, and Sonny Houston is, at, is clearly one of the top— of that list, she is so incendiary with her comments, and she like looks straight for. But anyway, yeah. I just wanted to bring up yeah. two uh, points. Uh, yeah. You know, the Tiffany Cross and the fact that uh, Brown Jackson was not even. There you go. All right, and da- and of course, think, Liz will dispute. Well, that. It, it's a matter of it's a matter of fact, and that's important. All right, there you go. I'll, I'll, now we'll Someone disagrees with call you. Call in next, don't we? No, no, no one's going to call. I'm going to do a break. All right, thanks, Danny. That's Danny. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, Danny Francis. And again, you know, that's that's you know that's oh you're going in there. You don't want to go there, Glenn. You know, it's like Dave Chappelle. There's two words you don't put together. It's the word the and the word Jew. You don't do that. And everyone laughed. Lauren Michaels was laughing along with his buddies, you know, hanging out, you know, in their 70s and whatnot, thinking about their days in Canada. Funny. It's all funny. But for some reason or other, it seems like there's a really vicious tone amongst a certain group. And if you notice... You know, with the exception of the race going on down there in, in uh, I was going to say Atlanta and Georgia between Herschel Walker and uh, Warnock there, the majority of the new up-and-coming, you know, people of color politicians are all women. AOC, the squad, you know, you've had, you know, Maxine Waters for years, maniac that she is, very vocal, very angry. I saw a movie clip uh, just recently with Denzel Washington, and remember, this was a movie. But Denzel Washington played a professor, and they were talking about being a gentleman. You know, gentlemen in the classroom, in the conference, there wasn't enough room for all the uh, uh, women, the, uh, women of color to sit down. And it says, uh, guys, get up and let the ladies sit. I said, no, they don't do that. It's a different world. What's the matter with you? And, of course, this, again, this was all scripted. And, and Denzel Washington was from the old school. What happened to chivalry? And, and, the, and it, it's, it seems like chivalry is disappearing because guys are screw-ups. All they think about is sex. They're, they're not loyal. And, well, maybe women are right. Maybe they shouldn't hang out with women, with men. Anyway, uh, someone was on the phone. <laughs> and uh, uh, whatever Denzel Washington movie that was, uh, I have no clue. But it looked pretty good. Oh, and real quick before I do the next break. Yellowstone is one of the worst shows ever made. You heard me right. Yellowstone is one of the worst shows I have ever seen in my entire life. I can't believe that people think Yellowstone is actually a good film or a good series. I can't understand what's going on. I don't like any of the characters, particularly the women, with the one blonde woman with the scar under her eye. Everyone's drinking cores. Kevin Costner, I can't understand a word he's saying. And it's just nothing adds up. And everyone raves. And the only reason why I get down on this show is because everybody raves about the show. I was going through Facebook, my timeline yesterday. Oh, the new season of Yellowstone is on. Oh, I'm watching it now. You know, you see someone's feet on their coffee table 
with Yellowstone in the background. I'm like, okay. And I've been trying to trying this show I like. I'm a big Kevin Costner fan. But he looks like 110 years old. And he's always going out there with the big old cowboy hat. He talks like this the whole time. Everyone talks in like sentences that their grandfather told them a long time ago. You don't talk to a man like that. It's like, ugh, get to the point. You know, in The Sopranos, you knew the plot within five minutes, and two people already got killed. And this, you just got to wait and wait. Everything's dark, and there's another friggin' horse. Someone falls off the horse. Someone thinks they're a rodeo rider, but they're not. Who cares? Ugh. I got to do a break, and uh, we'll be back. There's a lot of things that need changing. One of them could be your roof. It- Hey now, sorry about that. <laughs> that break was shorter than I thought. Hi, you're in the air. Oops. So he said. Uh, oh, I say that again, SG. I lost you. Say, so, so that's what she said. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I went uh, into the back. I, did, I didn't think I took that long. Anyway, I'm back. It's SG. Uh, yeah, my guess is uh, Crazy Jenny, Jenny Thomas. Uh, Jenny Thomas. What? Yeah, because... because if she released it in June instead of August, it was farther away from the election. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, wait, wait. We're back to the uh, the conspiracy. Okay, you're saying yeah, that's that my, that's my guess. I have no idea. Ginny Thomas was was the leak to the. Okay, you're saying. Uh, why would she leak yeah, that just, though? Why would she leak just, that? Just to get it out. In, if you, if it came out in August when it did, it's a hot item. But no, it didn't come out in August though. It came out in June. Came out in June. No, the the leak was in June. The 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 uh, order was actually August. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh, no, no. The, but that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the leak. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, that was so in that June. That gives it more time for, you know, people in, in this country have short-term memories, and they figured they get it out and, and get it out of everybody's system earlier. And then It makes so much sense for a Democrat to get that out because, well, because they have more to, to lose if it actually right. happened, and, and they've they got to get their base together. You know what? Let me tell you something. In but June— the original row one— Leak early too? Well, well, no. I'm talk- let's go back to June. When it happened, I actually I have a group text with my with my brothers and sisters, and every now and then I'll just I like today I said, hey Jay Leno got into an accident because he did, and we're big Jay Leno fans. But last June when that when Roe versus Wade, ha- ha- wait a minute, you know what? I'm sorry, you're right. It was in August when it was overturned. I said, look out, right. it's uh, d- don't go out today. And I mean, I was completely wrong. But I thought it was going to yep. be another like uh, Rodney. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a bad day. Uh, that, but and then and then uh, a couple of things, a couple of months went by, and even like I said, Congresswoman Tenney came in and he says, "Oh, no one cares about about Roe," and and she was right because everyone was so overwhelmed with images of of Wegmans getting or, or Walgreens getting, uh, you know, what I'm saying all this crime scene and, 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 and out of control. Where in reality. If, if Mississippi didn't run that up the flagpole, like I said earlier, to the Supreme Court when they did, if they did this after the, the, the midterms, it would have been a completely different ball of wax. It, it, would, it would have been. It would have changed yeah, but, everything. The, but let me ask the question. Stopped, let me, let me the ask the question. to take a crappy So this is, this is where we're at. So, is, I mean, when, when you put a scale up, you know what a scale is. You know, one, it's like a seesaw. One outweighs, one outweighs the other. So when you put in, and, and we're asking the wrong person here, of course, but you, you put in high cost of gas, inflation, supply chain, crime, 
immigration, you'd think that would weigh it down. And somehow or other, all you guys had was Donald Trump and Roe versus Wade, and you won. You still won no, this it, 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 was, it was the democracy, too. That was the big thing. Democracy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. From the same people yeah. that if you could change, if you took over the democracy, you would rewrite the Constitution. So th- that doesn't no, make wouldn't. any sense. No, if you no, want to save I, democracy, that's, just, that's crazy. That's, then you, why do you want to rewrite that, the Constitution? I got to ask don't. you. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, we okay. As uh, uh, guns, uh, freedom of speech. I mean, these are things that okay. are being challenged right now. So, so that that allows everyone a musket. Okay, but you got. Oh, I see. Now that's what you see. Now there you go. Yeah, because <laughs> what you're saying it. No, 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 no. Then I got to go. No, 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 no. We're saying to take away the assault rifle, like you took away the machine gun. That's not a big ask. It really isn't. There's a lot of guns. Yeah. Well, I hey, listen. It's not a big I'm, ask. I'm with you. It really but it's 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 this. And, and that's what happened. Is Obama said in in when Trump won, everybody was worried. They said in, in four years there's going to be a bunch of 18 year olds, and they're going to live have lived in where they had that gun drills, drills in school, and they're they're going to vote to to change. Yeah. No. Go, no. 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 Well. That, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's four years later. All right. All right. All right. You gotta go. I got it. Yeah. That's it. Like, you got a minute? No. I want to say your sports analogy and dog analogy sucked unless you didn't train your dogs and you were following the Jets. I, I, you know, I, I have right? no idea. AM 1240 WA10 What Time Mix is Legal. Up next, CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow. News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Students have started a makeshift memorial at the University of Virginia's football stadium to honor three players killed yesterday on campus. CBS's Deborah Alfaron reports police have a suspect in custody. Police identify